Welcome to Elaine's Kitchen Table, where we learn lessons off our kitchen table about parenting, about business, and in life, off our kitchen table. And I'm so honored today to have a wonderful, beautiful woman with us today. Her name is Julie Cole, and she is the co-founding vice president of the award-winning children's label manufacturing company called, and I'm sure you all know this, Mabel's Labels. And she has helped her company bring their product to a worldwide market and gain media recognition and win countless, countless awards um, in being an entrepreneur and in her business. Now, Julie is a regular co- uh, contributor to HLN's Raising America, an influential and syndicated blogger, and an amazing, amazing role model and mother of six. I would love for you to check out her amazing new website. They just redid it and it's amazing and so easy to use. And that's www.mableslabels.com. And do follow her on Twitter at Julie Cole. Hi, Julie. How are you today? I'm great. Thanks so much for having me. I am so honored. You are a mom of six. Is that correct? It's true. <laughs> can, can you quickly tell us how old your children are now? Sure. Actually, things are getting a little bit easier. We're getting a little bit older. So the youngest is now six. The others are eight, 10, 12, 14, and 15. You are amazing. Just saying so, that. So. It's going it's going really well. I mean, now they, um, you know, everybody's really independent and really helpful. Uh, so, you know, it, a lot has changed from the times when I had like three of them in diapers and I was trying to get the, the labels made and out the door. <laughs> You probably labeled your children just to remember what oh, their names are. <laughs> I've been tempted. I, I only have three children and one boy. And sometimes I call him the boy because it might be easier than remembering his name. But I wanted to ask you, being a mom of six and an, an amazing businesswoman, what are your top three tips that you could share just for how you achieve quality time with six children while being a successful entrepreneur? Right. Um, look, I, I find that being an entrepreneur has um, given me some flexibility for sure, particularly in the earlier days when they are quite young. Now that we have like a lot of staff um, and like a production facility and that sort of thing, I probably don't have as much flexibility as I once had, but it's still pretty good. I'm still home. I'm going to say most days, nine out of 10 days, I am home when my kids get home from school. Um, and the thing I think people need to remember is that while flexibility is awesome, it doesn't actually get your work done for you. <laughs> so while I actually have flexibility and then I can, you know, I meet here for my kids, we all have, I have dinner with them every night, then I can take them to their sports, do homework with them, whatever. I also do get back on my laptops most uh, evenings once they go to bed and I'm probably on it till like after midnight. So, um, so Julie, would you, would you would you say that your first tip then is is to be flexible? Be flexible. I mean, this is flexibility is key. Um, and the another tip is that if something's not working, if you're finding like you're just feeling out of balance one way or the other, don't complain about it. Don't feel guilty about it. Make some changes. Mm. Think about what can I change that's going to make the situation better. That's um, so great. That is so, so great. So remember, you're, you're kind of the author of your own book. You're an entrepreneur, so you're running the show. That's why you started this. So make sure you make changes. Um, 
remember you've got the flexibility, but with your eyes wide open, that it doesn't mean that work's going to get done for you. Mm -hmm. It still needs to get done at some point, Mm -hmm. but you chose to do this for a reason and, and, and try not to lose focus of that. The other thing too, and this is probably maybe a little bit going against what the actual question is, but Mm -hmm. don't actually cater too much to your kids. You know, like Mm -hmm. we don't need, you don't need to be like so focused on your kids, entertaining them all the time. Kids need to learn how to entertain themselves. Mm -hmm. Mothers throughout history have never doted on their kids 24 seven. Mm -hmm. So all the times like, oh, you know, I had to get on my laptop and do some work and the poor kids had to go and do their own thing or they had to watch TV (laughs) for a bit or whatever. It's okay. That's not so bad. I mean, in the old days, mom would have been down at the river washing the clothes or doing, you know, moms never paid 100% attention to their children. And that's a good thing because there's nothing worse than a child who cannot entertain him Mm -hmm. or herself. I agree. I agree. There's, There's one word in our house that our children never, ever say, and that's the word bored. What is that? Uh, what is that? <laughs> my kids don't say, they never say they're bored because one of two things will happen. One, they'll get a chore. <laughs> or two, they know what I'll say, which is boring people get bored. Yes, 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 right? yes. That, I, I love that. My husband says that too. And yeah. But one thing I, I love that you just said too is that you always have dinner with your kids. I mean, if anything else, have dinner with your family, I think. It's so right. important well, when you can. Is, and that's not and, and when you can. Yeah. And that's not to say that. I mean, I I happen to be able to. Um, Daddy around here is never home for dinner. He works mm. out of town five yes. days a week, so we only have meals with him on weekends, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, I I do think that it's a great time to connect, but as busy parents, I know I can find lots of other opportunities in the day to connect with my kids. Mm -hmm. So if we don't get to do that mealtime, that's all right. You have to just make sure you're committed to finding that time. Sometimes tuck-ins are a great time. I find driving them somewhere, there's that lack of eye contact. You can get into some really heavy stuff with your tweens and teens when you're in the car because you're both facing forward. Wow, Um, I love that. So you know what? If you can't do meals, it doesn't mean that you can't you can't find the time. And interestingly, just from my own experience, I we had meals together as a family growing up. And I actually didn't really like it because I didn't like food. <laughs> to me, the dinner table always represented a place of conflict, not a place of connection. Wow. Because my parents were always like, come on, you got to eat something, you got to eat something. Mm-hmm. And I just would be, I just was not, I'm still not a foodie. I still don't love food the way most people love food. <laughs> but I was a bit of a picky eater and it just, yeah, dinner time didn't represent a great time for me, but my parents absolutely connected me in other, in other ways. We always did a tuck in. We always went on family walks. So they did find those opportunities elsewhere. Oh, thank you. Thank you. You have to be creative, right? We're busy moms. Yes. You have to be creative. You got to find these times. I I love that tidbit that you just shared about, you know, being in the car and with your tween who you're, you don't need the eye contact, but you can just openly talk. Love that. Like, Never you thought of that. As your kids get older, the car is a very safe place. And plus, they're stuck with you, right? <laughs> <laughs> they can't get away from you. <laughs> I love that. No, that is so true. I'm going to lead into my next question then. Now, you can choose whether it's business or parenting that you want to share a lesson that you have learned, whether it's from a mentor or from your own discovery and something that you just live by. A lesson right. that you live by that you learned along the way or 
someone told you, you're like, wow, that just changes how I'm going to roll now. Right. Um, I'm going to say it's going to sound simple, but it's, it's really not. And I think it's something that applies both to work and life and parenting. And uh, it's really, I think about four kids ago, I gave up what other people think. Mm. Caring what other people think. Mm-hmm. And, and, I, and, I, and I mean that from, and I'll tell you the story when it happened, that moment, and it was, in a, it was a parenting moment. What happened was my oldest child had been diagnosed with autism. Mm-hmm. And that's when I left the traditional workforce and started the business. Mm-hmm. Now, my son, um, one of the sort of symptoms of, of having autism is he has a very pain, high pain threshold. So I had to teach him to come to me when he was hurt. Mm. So because it's actually quite dangerous. You don't realize if a kid doesn't respond to me and something can be really wrong. Yes. You know, for example, he's a kid who walked around on a broken foot for three weeks. And I finally went, huh, I think he's still limping. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Right. But he never complained about the pain. Wow. So I had him. And then 15 months later, I had uh, my daughter Posey. And, you know, so they were little toddlers and whatever together. And I thought, you know, my son was like super tough and brave. And I thought Posey was such a wimp because every time she fell over, she'd be like, mommy, mommy. And I would just be like, can you be more like that? Yes. You're like your tough brother. Yes. Then I realized once we got the diagnosis and everything that Mac, that was very normal for, you know, wow. like the way Posey was acting, most kids do, you know, respond like that, right? They're so exactly. Deep. Uh, so, um, I actually had to teach Mac how to come to me for pain when mm. he was in pain. She got hurt. So what we always did was we practiced. So I was at the park one day with the two little ones and I had a new baby as well at the time. Mm-hmm. And Mac, um, my son would fall over mm-hmm. and I'd go running over to him saying, you know, mama's got to kiss your knee better. Where does it hurt? Let me cuddle you. And kind of really over the top. Right. Okay. And then my daughter would fall over and I'd look the other way. Right. <laughs> And I know parents were at the park and they were looking at him and going, she totally like overcompensates with the son and, and cuddles him and runs to him every time he falls. And then the little girl falls over and she looks away. Right. And, and it was because I was actually responding to what each of them needed. Yes. My daughter needed me to ignore her so she'd get up, brush her Yes. Off and keep going. And my yes. son needed me to teach him to come to me when he was in pain. Yes. So at that moment, I could see their faces and I thought, you know what? I know what my family's needs are. Exactly. I am the most qualified to raise them and to respond mm. and to treat them accordingly. And what other people think doesn't matter. Mm. And that has stuck with me through uh, life lessons, parenting lessons, and and. And even business lessons. I mean, gosh, when we started this business, people thought we were crazy. Like, mm-hmm. you know, my poor grandfather, you know, here he is. I started the business with three other gals that I'm related to. Yes. One left her teaching job. I was a lawyer who quit, yes. you know. Everybody had good jobs that we went to school for for a very <laughs> yes. long time. Yes. And, you know, we just were like, nah, we're not doing that. We got a good idea. We're going to go for it. And people thought we were mad. So, you know what? Good thing we didn't care what they think. That's look right. at us now. That's right. That's right. Love your stories. Thank you. So true. And uh, But I, I love, you know, sometimes you just have to, you, you, your eyes always should be focused on your kids and not on what other people are thinking. That's right. And that is so true because you know what? Then that would get, a, get rid of that awful thing called mom guilt. That, well, uh, yeah, see, I don't have that, right? Like, I don't. 
and it is, it's incredibly freeing. Like I don't have that weighing me down ever. I don't feel guilty about anything like work, home. If I make a mistake, mm-hmm. I apologize. I try to do better next time. Yes. And what else can I do? Yes. And like invest. Like lying in bed and keep letting uh. keep me awake at night and stewing about it. How's that helping? That's right. Put your energy towards production and productive exactly. things. Absolutely. I love that. You're you just so what? awesome. It's hard to do. I get it, <laughs> Elaine. It's hard to do. But I tell moms, just practice. Mm-hmm. Just practice. No, love that. Do a little bit better every time. Try to let yourself off the hook a little more each time. I've become a master at it. <laughs> <laughs> and you are an amazing role model, mom of six. And I'm going to end on this. Now, is there a one or two or three habits that you do regularly, it doesn't have to be daily, that just keeps your, your flow going of just right. being successful? And I don't mean monetary success. I just mean surviving with your head yep. up above water, <laughs> breathing. Yep. yep. Look, uh, yeah, it's a good question. I mean, it, it's it's one I get asked often because, you know, the six kids and yes. the business and the blogging and all that jazz. A um, couple of things probably. I'm going to say my best survival tool is my perspective. Mm. I really, truly don't sweat the small stuff. If the kids have hot dogs for dinner two nights in a row, I'm mm-hmm. good with it. Uh, you know, I say nobody's had scurvy yet. Um, <laughs> I don't worry about the things that don't matter. I kind of look 100 years out and say, does it matter in 100 years if my oven got cleaned or mm-hmm. if the bed sheets got washed or, you know, like we keep the place fairly okay, but nobody's going to be talking at my funeral about my tidy house and my well-dressed <laughs> kids and all that. Mm-hmm. And I'm good with that. And again, I say practice, like a lot of people can't let that stuff go. And the only reason I can do everything I can do is because I can let that stuff go. No, um, that's that's I mean, great it, advice. It really is. You really just can't sweat the small stuff. You've got to ask yourself, does it really matter? And it kind of ties in again to what people think. Like, mm-hmm. I don't care what people think about the state of my house. I don't care what they think. You know, I can just, I have an open door policy. I have people over all the time. Mm-hmm. And I, if the place is a bit dirty, I, I'm really not that fussed because the worst that's going to happen is they're going to say Julie's house isn't that tidy. I'm okay <laughs> with that. Right? Yes. And the funny thing is, most people actually don't judge other people's houses. They only judge their own. Yes. Most people don't care about the state of my yeah. house. They they would never invite people over if their house would look like that, but they're quite happy to come here with my house looking like that. <laughs> so I think my perspective is um, a savior. Also, I, um, I really try hard not to complain. Mm-hmm. I try to be, like, just proactive, you know? Like, I always, I just think, like, complaining about being tired, complaining about mm-hmm. things, complaining, like, just... Why not, rather than complain, try and find a solution? Because, mm-hmm. you know, I always say, last I checked, saying I'm tired doesn't actually lead to me getting more asleep, right? <laughs> no, so, if it was that easy. Absolutely <laughs> nothing. And I don't actually like my kids being in an environment where people complain. Because yes. then they complain. Yes. And, you know, I just, I really think about my how I role model my behavior. Because yes. do I want to live with six little complainers? No. No. <laughs> and guess what? The best way to avoid that is yes. for me not to complain. And That's then right. learn that complaining and whinging is acceptable. Hey, you got a problem? Let's talk it through. Let's figure it out and find a solution, right? Mm-hmm. No, that is. So I think those are my two. And that's, again, Thank work you. and home. The, um, the, the, the healthy perspective and the, the no complaining rule are probably my, my two big survival ta- tactics. I, I think something else that I'm 
you have to be as self-aware. You have to know what your needs are. Mm. Um, and you need to make sure they're getting fulfilled. So if you need, you know, date night, if you need me time, if you need to work out every day, if you need to do those things in order to keep your head screwed on straight and not lose it with your family and lose it with your, you know, uh, mm-hmm. business partners or staff or whatever, then you need to know what you need to do to keep things going. Uh, so be self-aware. Don't pretend you're somebody you're not. Don't think, well, they do it that way, so I can do it that way. And no. you got to do what works for you. No, self-awareness is self-awareness is a gift that you will give your family, that you will give your employees, you will give everyone. You keep you being able to move forward. You know. Thank you, Julie. <laughs> Thank you, Julie. Julie, you know what? I I'm very blessed to know you, and and I'm very grateful for for our friendship. So thank you. And I'm honored. Thank you so much. Very honored to have you today. And I'm just going to end it right now by saying thank you, Julie, for your time and and for uh, giving us some inspiration to keep on going. So thank you for those life lessons. I love to hear your comments and feedback. So please do tell me what you want to hear about. You can find me on Twitter at chat with Elaine or on Facebook at Elaine's Kitchen Table, or at www.elaineskitchentable.com. And I would so appreciate if you took a moment to rate my podcast on iTunes and be so thrilled if you would like to subscribe to my podcast. And feel free to leave a comment there too. I am truly honored that you tuned in today, and I hope that you got inspired in the business of life. Thank you so much.